Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, friends, and welcome back. It's a new week. It's a fresh Monday. Oh, I love Mondays. I know, I'm in that crowd of people. I think they're great because they feel like a fresh start, and I just really like that. Okay, so today I want to talk about what I do when I'm getting off track with my goals or intentions. Now, the first thing (laughs) that I want you to notice is that I didn't say if, I said when. (laughs) Please hear me. Life is messy. We are not going to be perfect with our goals, with our intentions, with everything all the time. We're not perfect people. We're not meant to be. Is okay. So before we even get into like all the things that we can try and do to get back on track with the way that we want to live our lives, with the feelings that we want to experience, with chasing wonderment, we have to accept the fact that we are going to have ups and downs. Like It's just going to be messy. And I know I did an episode. I've done multiple episodes of that. I'm pretty sure I should print it on a t-shirt. But I want you to understand that you will get on off track with your goals. It's not an if, it's a when. And that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It is completely normal in the human experience to experience seasons of inconsistency and highs and lows. It's, It's normal. So welcome to the club. You're a normal human being so am I. (laughs) Right? So we all get off track. Okay. And I want to talk about different kinds of off track. The one, the first one that I thought of when I was getting, when I was taking notes for this episode is emotionally off track, right? We can get emotionally off track. Something doesn't feel right. I often lean into this one because it can be like the last sign, but it's also like the most Um, the most obvious for me. So when I feel emotionally off track, I might feel really overwhelmed or super stressed out or really angry or frustrated. And that is like my cue to take a step back and think, okay, something's wrong here. What's going on? There's also mentally off track. Mentally off track often goes hand in hand with emotionally off track. Often we have these mental um, lies, these mindset blocks that we've been hearing for a while, but we haven't noticed them. And so it might take us to get to the point of like emotionally off track to realize that it started with some mindset stuff. So that's a huge piece. I'm not talking about mentally off track, like with you needing some help mentally with it from a mental health professional. That's not what I do. Um, But I'm talking about like if you are struggling with your mindset, with the things that you're believing in your head, that's what I'm talking about. Um, And then the last kind of off track is schedule Schedule-y off track? Okay, that's so not a word, but emotionally, mentally, schedule schedule 
we're going with it. <laughs> um, Schedule off track is when your life just derails because sometimes life happens. Sometimes the car breaks down, your day doesn't go as planned, school gets canceled, um, it snows, who knows what could happen in your day. You sleep in, you know, all these different things can happen in our day that kind of derail us. And if we let them, then they will stop us dead in our tracks. And then it takes a lot, a lot of momentum to get back to the place where we feel like we're living our best lives again, right? The more we do this process, the more we catch ourselves in these lies, the more we check when we're feeling overwhelmed, when we check in with our emotional um, off-track feelings, then the easier this process of highs and lows get. And instead of having like mountains and valleys, you have like little tiny bumps along the way. It's it's not as bad, I promise. I have I have been there in the highs and the extreme highs and lows moments. Um, okay, so when you when I first get off track, when I first notice it, like I said, it often tends to be in the emotional realm because it's almost like the last warning sign, right? It's like mom's about to pop her cork and oh great, now I just can tell I am not okay. Um, the first thing that I like to do when I hit that point is brain dump. Like every single time. This has become such a helpful tool in my life. If I can tell you anything, it is to practice the art of brain dumping. Here's why this is so important. Our brains are not meant to hold every single thing, every thought, every idea, every um, frustration. They're not meant to hold it all. Our brains are supposed to process it. And if we're stuffing too much in our brains and we're keeping all of this stuff and expecting ourselves to remember it all, at some point it will bubble over and you will feel like a crazy person. Or at least I do. Um, so brain dumping helps get all that information out of your head and then you can actually look at it. Now, you don't have to do it in a journal. You can do it in a note on your phone. I actually do it both ways because sometimes I'm home and I have my journal and I much prefer to write by hand. But if I'm out somewhere and I feel all the frustrating feelings or I'm feeling sad and I don't know why, um, when I get those emotional kind of like light bulb moments, I will open a note in my phone if I am at someone else's house or um, you know, in the car while my hubby's driving or whatever. I don't do it while I'm driving. That would not be safe. Um, <laughs> but I will just write anything that comes to my mind down. Just all of it. I'll be like, I'm feeling super blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, this happened and this happened and this is why this. And, and I just will write until I don't have anything else to write. And at that point, that is the space that you can actually stop, take a minute and just breathe. Just breathe. It's like, okay, now, oh, now my brain feels empty. That's a really good feeling, by the way. <laughs> the next thing that I try to do is I look over what I've written and I try to use that as a guide to decide what I need. Now, this is the point where you give yourself permission. Do you need to wallow? Like, are you just having a really bad day or it's like that time of the month and you just need a good wallow? You need some coffee, some Gilmore Girls, a cozy blanket. Like, it's perfectly okay to give yourself permission to wallow. But based on what you wrote, what in what area do you need to give yourself permission? 
maybe you need to give yourself a kick in the butt because you're just putting off things because you're afraid of trying something new. Maybe that's what you need. So number one, brain dump. Get it all out of your head. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, all of it. Put it on paper. Take a look at it. See if there's any themes. See if there's words that you keep writing over and over again. See if there's things you're just like, I'm so tired. I'm so, if you wrote like, I'm so tired more than once, girl, you need a nap. Like you need a nap. (laughs) Go take one. Give yourself permission. Okay. So number two is decide what you need. Based off of what you wrote, decide what you need. Choose to give yourself permission to look at the whole situation and look what's going on with your life and then give yourself permission to take what you need. Number three is to pick one thing. This is based off of what you need. You know, if you know that you need to give yourself permission to nap, your one thing will be to take a nap. Like literally, as soon as you can, go take a nap. If your one thing is you know that you're putting off something because it matters to you, then go do it. Straight up, nine times out of 10, I need to give myself a kick in the rear end and go wash four dishes. Even if I don't wash all of the dishes, doing something like that will get me out of that headspace of overwhelm and stress and anxiety. And just one simple thing can actually shift the way your brain works. And now I want to talk about your brain for a second. When we are in this space of feeling like we're off track, of feeling like everything's wrong or just something is wrong, we can often accidentally get in fight or flight mode without realizing it because your brain cannot tell the difference between real fear and perceived fear. So it thinks you're being chased by a bear and you're just really stressed out because you didn't have time to go run all the errands you needed to run. You following? You got me? Okay. (laughs) So when we hit that fight or flight mode, your brain actually shuts down large portions of itself. It will turn off the creative thinking centers in your brain, which is why when you're feeling really stressed, you feel like you can't think straight. It's like you cannot possibly make a decision. Guess what? It's because you literally can't because those centers of your brain are not, they're not on, they're not working right. So what happens when we get everything out of our brains, we're emptying it of all the stress and the anxiety that's like rolling over and over and over in there like a massive tornado. And then we're choosing to force ourselves to force our brain out of fight or flight mode when we pick one thing. Because what that does is it forces you to think creatively by changing and shifting what you're doing. So if you can shift one little thing like going and washing four dishes or taking a soak in the tub with no technology or um, going to Starbucks, sometimes I just need a different pace. Like I have been stuck in the house, we've homeschooled, we've done the things, I've gone to work, I've recorded the podcast and I'm like tired of everyday life (laughs) because I'm I'm an Enneagram 7 and that's just how I roll. But sometimes I need to give myself permission to go to Starbucks, get a coffee and walk around Target and maybe buy something from the dollar side. I don't know. I mean, there are times that we need to give ourselves permission and then pick one thing to do. And what that does, like I said, is it gets your brain out of that fright, fight or flight. I don't know how you say it. It gets it out of that mode and it starts activating your creative thinking centers. And once that happens, then then you can actually start to think creatively 
And then is when that is when you hit the point where you're like, okay, so my day, like my day isn't awful. It didn't go as planned, but here's what I'm going to do to shift it. Or you know what? Today was awful, but that doesn't mean that I can't change like tomorrow or next week is a new week or whatever that ends up looking like for you. But once you shift your brain and you reopen, re- restart the creative thinking centers, that is the point when you start to look at things more objectively, you start to look for other ideas, the schedule starts to make sense, you you start thinking like, okay, if I move my shower to this part of my day, all of this will still work, the shower will still fit, and we'll eat dinner in a somewhat timely manner. So you actually start to see how things can shift in like right in front of you. It's amazing. I'm a total nerd. I'm sorry, guys. Not sorry. (laughs) Okay, the next thing that can be extremely, extremely helpful, and this has really helped me, is to reconnect with your vision. Now, here's what I mean. I have a Pinterest board full of images that are absolutely inspiring and life-giving to me. They are the images of pictures that I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's what I want to experience in my life. It's, it's peace. They're not pictures of who I want to be as like a person. It's not like that, um, oh, I've got to get my life together. That's not what it's about. When I scroll through this board of images, it is like, yes, this is where I feel at home. This is where I belong. Yes, there is a picture on my vision board on Pinterest with a green velvet couch. It's the couch of my dreams. When I look at this vision board, it doesn't make me feel like I have to work extra hard to achieve. It brings me this sense of grounding in who I've been created to be, the things that are deeply, deeply inside of me, the person that I know that I want to be, and how I want to show that to the whole world. If you give yourself space to have a dream board, a vision board, whatever that looks like for you. I created a vision board on Pinterest that I can go to. I also took like my all-time favorite pictures from that and made a background for my computer laptop. So like every time I open my laptop, it's a reminder, a visual reminder of the, the place I'm planning on, of what I am, of who I am, of what Chasing Wonderman is. Um, and it is, it's incredibly helpful when you give yourself space to reconnect with your vision. Again, it's aligning those creative thinking centers. And I do not, please hear me, I do not want this to come from a place of I have to, I must, I must push harder. I have to hustle to go after it. It's not about the destination. It's about how the journey is as you get there. The point of a vision board is not to stress you out and make you feel like you have to do it all yesterday. The point of a vision board is when you look at it, you're like, this feels like home and I belong here and I know I belong here and it's great where I'm at, but where I'm going is just as good. So now that you've reconnected with that vision, it's so much easier to think creatively about where you're at and also bring those feelings into where you're at right now. If you can experience the feelings you desire in the future today, then your journey to becoming the person that you want to be, to living the life that you want to live, it's already done. Like you can choose those feelings right now. Right now. Do you want to live a life of peace? Okay, choose it today. 
So reconnect with that vision, reconnect with the vibes. I actually have it in the front of my, my bullet journal because bullet journals are my life right now. Um, but at the very front of my bullet journal, I have my dreaming big section of my goal setting work. And, and I wrote in it, I want to feel whole. I wanted to feel grounded. I want to feel energetic. I want to have consistency and be faithful with the things that matter to me. Those things, when I look at that, I immediately am like, okay, this is who I am. Not who I want to be. This is who I am now. I have chosen this identity. This is the person that I am. Now you can choose to get out of this, this ball of stress that I've been stuck in. Now I'm centered. Like the reconnecting is kind of what like puts you back on two feet. At least it puts me back on two feet. It helps so insanely much. So whether you want to write a list of words down of feelings you want to feel and experience and stick it on your fridge, or you want to make a Pinterest board with all the gorgeous photos that just make you feel like you belong, that make you feel at home right where you're at, those kinds of things are going to help you reconnect with where you're going, with that bigger picture vision. Okay, and then the last thing that I want to talk about, number five, Dun, 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 dun. you can choose when to start over. I absolutely love this quote by Ellen Montgomery. It is from one of my favorite, favorite childhood book series of Anna Green Gables. And her teacher, Miss Stacy, turned to her in one of the books and said, isn't it nice to think that tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it yet? I love that. I, I've loved that for years. I think it is so helpful to remember that we get to choose, we get to choose when we want to start over. And guess what? It's okay if you need to wallow for a couple days and you decide that you're going to start over in two days. It's okay. Because like I said, we give ourselves permission when we decide what we need. That's about giving yourself permission to say, okay, now I really, I really need to wallow. And that's okay. If that's what you need, give yourself that permission and then you decide when you're ready to start over. Because once you've decided, you're already halfway there. It's like, okay, you know what? That My day, my day went completely not as planned. My week did not go as planned. Like last week, Last week, I think, two weeks ago, I don't know. The car was broke. It snowed a ton. Um, we were trying to homeschool and do all the things. And I did not get the podcast recorded. And um, my hubby needed me at the family store way more than usual. Um, and because I didn't have a car, I had to be ready at like the drop of a hat when he was able to get out from customers and come pick me up and take me back. I mean, it was insane. It was insane. And after about two weeks of that, we got the car back and I was like, I'm higher than a kite. And then all of a sudden, as it usually happens with me, the emotional off track feelings all of a sudden smacked me. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Like everything's back to normal. No, I hadn't dealt with the feelings and the experiences that the last two weeks, the stress that that had built in my mind. And my brain hit a point where it was like, nope, I'm shutting off and we are now in fight or flight mode. And what was, what is really helpful when you get, when you realize that you get to start over is I was talking with my hubby and he was trying to help me make lists. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. Like there's the giving myself permission. I was like, I'm not ready yet. I need emotional support, not a list. <laughs> I need a hug. Okay, guys, I need a hug. Hugs are life. 
Um, and then once we got that dealt with, we kind of had no choice but to pick one thing, but we came home and we had some stuff that we had to do and I got my brain out of that mode. And the next day I was able to say, okay, now, now I'm ready to make the lists and do the things and get back on track. Now I'm ready. And guess what? When you can, can walk through a simple system and I honestly I've I've learned this and I haven't realized that I've been doing it like consistently for like years until I wrote this episode <laughs> I was like oh yeah I do that every time <laughs> um but when you do that over and over what the amazing thing happens is all of a sudden you don't have those highs and lows like you used to I call it a yo-yo like you're really high and excited about your goals and you're going after it and you're doing the things and you're making the list and you're cooking the homemade dinners and you're doing all the things and then life happens and it gets messy and it doesn't work and then you get discouraged and there's the plummet that like drop of the yo-yo right and It used to be for me that I would stay there for so long because I didn't know how to get up. And then at some point I'd be like, well, I have to do it. So you boss up and you pull up the big girl panties and and you stand up and you just, it was everything I could do to force myself back up to the top again. And that yo-yo was excruciating. It was so, so hard. Such a hard place to be in. When you expect to go off the rails, when you expect that life is going to be messy and you have a a simple way to kickstart your brain, however that looks like for you, to kickstart your brain into out of that fight or flight mode and into creative problem solving, you will be able to choose when you start over and it's going to be so much easier next time. Like so much easier. I cannot even begin to tell you how much of a difference this has made in my life. Okay, this is what I do. This method may not work for you, and that's okay. You don't have to use my method, but I would encourage you when you are feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling like everything is off track, again, what I do is I brain dump. I get it all out of my head and out of my heart, and I get it on paper or somewhere that I can see it, and then I give myself permission and decide what I need, and then I pick one thing. I do it. I do one thing, whether it's taking a nap, taking a bath, or washing a dish. Reconnect with your vision. Take a few moments to find something that brings you peace, to look at beautiful pictures, to figure out what feelings you're choosing to feel instead of all the stress and overwhelm. And then you get to choose when you start over. I get to choose when I start over. It's a fresh week with no with no mistakes in it yet. (laughs) Friend, I want you to walk into a new day with fresh eyes after you've given yourself space and time to shift your mindset and your brain and all of those things that, um, that keep you off track will no longer keep you, keep you in that cycle of, um, extreme highs and lows. So friend, just remember when you get off track, you can still keep chasing wonderment. All right, I hope this is encouraging. If you loved it, I would love to chat with you about it. And if you would love to have some encouragement like personally given to you, I actually do that. Um, Every week I have a few free sessions open. They're called Wonder Sessions and it's 30 minutes of my time to chat with you about whatever's going on in your life. Maybe you're feeling off track. Maybe you're feeling really overwhelmed or stressed out. Um, I want you to know that I'm here for you. There's no strings attached. Like, that's not how I work. I just want to chat and get to know you better. So if you would like to join me for a free session, head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. That's W-O-N-D-E-R 
like wonderment, you know, <laughs> wonder session, S-E-S-S-I-O-N. I hope to see you in person on Zoom soon. And friend, keep chasing your wonderment. Hey there, if you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.